in the wild. That's where you have to go if you're going to be a Baptist. And this Advent, you all have to be Baptists. You all have to become disciples of John. So there's no other way to do that than to go where John went, into the wild, into the wilderness. Now, some of you smile when I say, let's go into the wild, but others of you say, no, pastor, we'd prefer cozy places. We prefer places that aren't wild. In fact, most of our life is designed to avoid wilderness, to avoid the desert, to avoid the wild and unpredictable things. Most of our life, we try to keep that stuff far, far away from us. We like places that are safe. In fact, we like life to kind of be, in a lot of ways, totally unpredictable. Even those of us who talk about being spontaneous, who like to do things by the seat of our pants, we like our little ways and our little habits and our little routines and our little rituals. And when one thing goes wrong, well, we can chalk that up to life's chances. But how many things does it take to go wrong before you say, this is a terrible day? For me, the number, the magic number is about four. If four things go out of my plan, then I say, that was a wild and unpredictable day. I don't like that. And I'm going to guess that most of you, that number might be a little bit higher for some of you, but it might be lower too, because we don't like the wild. The wilderness is unpredictable. The wilderness is dangerous. And even if we boast of being adventurous, we like to take our adventures, you know, 1.2 miles at a time. You know what I mean by that? We like to take our adventures on paths that are marked out, where we know exactly how far it goes, where we know exactly how long it takes to take that walk through the wild. And so we like to know, before we go into the wilderness, just what exactly will we find there. But that kind of life can be rather suffocating, can't it? A life that is completely devoid of all wilderness, a life that is completely devoid of all adventure, a life that is so contained, that is so sterile, that there is nothing unpredictable, that there is nothing adventurous, that nothing out of your plan ever happens. Well, that's what we call being locked up. A life that is completely locked up is one where there is no wilderness, where there is no wild, where there is no unpredictability. And though it might sound attractive at times, none of us want to be completely locked up. And so we must go into the wilderness. We must have all of our little routines and our little ways. We must have all of our habits that we get so used to, all of those things that are programmed into us to just do almost by instinct. Sometimes we must get away from all that. We must go into the wild. And in the wild, things that we have long forgotten or things that we knew somehow but had glossed over are made known to us again. That's the point of John going into the wilderness. John was the son of a priest. You heard about that last week. His father was in the temple when the angel Gabriel came, and his mother was also from the priestly line of Aaron. So you would expect, right? You would expect that when John sets up shop, he would set it up in the temple. And that would be comforting, wouldn't it? Because the temple is the opposite of the wild. The temple is a place where ritual is prescribed, where order is maintained, where the priest doesn't go to the right or to the left, but where everyone does exactly what they're supposed to do. It's all so predictable. And we like that, don't we? 
That's why we're Lutheran and not Baptist, because we like to come to church and know what to expect. We like to know what the service will be like. We like to know the readings that we're going to hear. We like to know just what to expect. But John goes to the wilderness. He doesn't set up shop in the temple. He doesn't set up shop in the lecture hall. He doesn't set up shop in the royal court. No, he goes out into the wild. And that's on purpose. It's good for us to have our traditions. It's good for us to know what to expect. You know me, don't you? You know that this hurts me to talk against tradition and against ritual. But sometimes those things that we love, that we have grown to love, they can become rote. And you can come in and you can go through the whole service and you can hear these things and they, you know, just go in one ear and it all is just exactly what we thought it would be and we go home and we wonder, what just happened? So John sets up shop in the wilderness where there are no familiar things, where there is no safety from all that might happen, where distractions and the noise of the city and of the hustle and the bustle and the speed of life is left behind. And in our Advent season, we are called to go out into that wilderness, so to speak. Now, we can't go out into the region around the Jordan River. We wouldn't want to. It would be a pretty costly ticket, wouldn't it? But in our hearts and minds, we must go into the wild because it is in the wild where things that we have forgotten or things that maybe we know and yet they've become old and passe to us, it is in the wild, in the wilderness with John, that old things are made new again, that old faith is rekindled, that old hope is made fresh, and that old love is reignited. John goes out into the wilderness, just like Israel went out into the wilderness long ago. The Lord led them through the wilderness, and there in the wilderness, it says in the book of Deuteronomy, that he humbled them, that he tested them, that he didn't provide for all of their needs all the time right away so that they would learn, so that they would learn that man does not live by bread alone, but he lives by the word of the Lord. God didn't give Israel a safe, calm, easy life in the wild. He gave them a life where they had to depend on him. And that's kind of a scary thing. For our Lord is not a Lord who always puts a helmet on us when we go out. He doesn't always make sure, did you put your seatbelt on? Stay safe is not the message of Holy Scripture. Do not fear, for I will be with you in the wild. That is the message that our Lord God makes known to us, and that is the message that we must recover with John in the wild. See, it's so easy to come to this place. It's so easy, even for us who have been Lutheran, who have been Christian our whole lives, to come to the season of Christmas and to hear again the message of the angels, the hope of a Savior, and to say, yeah, I've heard it all before. Virgin birth, yeah, no big deal. The Lord God becoming man, no big deal. It's easy to get used to these things. And so we must have a time like Advent. We must not rush on to Christmas. We need wilderness. We need wild things in our life to remind us again of things that maybe we have long forgotten or things that we always knew but that we glossed over. 
So go into the wild with John this Advent. Go where there is no noise. Leave your phones off. Just try it sometime for a day, maybe even two, maybe even a whole week. Go where there are no TVs. Go where there is no radio. Go where there are no distractions and the noise of the world and all those familiar things can't bombard you anymore. Go into the wild, even if it just means sitting in your living room in quiet. Go where old, familiar things are no longer familiar. Go where you can hear again the call of God's word, where you can hear his prophet calling you back, calling you back to trust in your Lord, to hope in him, to love him above all things. See, John's message was not one of, I don't know, great profundity. What shall we do? Well, if you have multiple clothes, share with someone who doesn't. Wow, what a message! What should we do? Well, only charge the taxes you're supposed to charge. Wow, I wish I could have written that down. How am I ever going to remember it? What should we do? Be content with your wages. Don't threaten people, you soldiers. What's the great profundity of John's message? It's that it's not. That the call of the word of God is not one for the sophisticated and the highly educated, although if you are intelligent, then there is no end to what you will find in God's word. No, God calls us to simple things, to trust him, to obey him. It's we who make it complicated, isn't it? We build up all kinds of things and we build up all kinds of routines and we build up all kinds of explanations why it's okay this time not to obey or why it's okay this time not to trust him. And so it's in the wild where John calls us to leave all of those things behind and hear again the simple call to return to the Lord your God, to trust him, to do his will, to set aside the things that you desire above all and learn to desire with him again. John calls us into the wild to leave behind familiar things, to leave behind safety and to return again to the Lord of the wilderness. For surely in the wild, we will not be left alone. On Jordan's banks, the Baptist cried, and still to this day, our Lord is found not simply in the dry wilderness, but he is found in the water. He is found in the water of holy baptism, and so when we return to the wild, we return to our baptism, so to speak. We return again to say, I renounce the devil, I renounce all his works, I renounce all his ways, And I walk with the Lord. For it's in the wild that a highway is prepared. It's in the wild that a king came. He didn't appear in Jerusalem, right? He appeared in the middle of nowhere, in little Bethlehem. And so you will find your Lord still to this day, calling his people into the wilderness, calling his people into the wild to come with him For he will lead us as he led his people Israel long ago. He will lead us as he led John long ago. He will lead us as he has always promised to lead his church through the wilderness into the glorious city that is being prepared for those who love him. To him be the glory now and always. Amen.